Hello and welcome to All Villa No Villa, a podcast all about the world's greatest football team, Aston Villa FC. So the season is almost upon us, there's new signings galore, the smell of hope and optimism is in the air, and that's all despite the footballer formerly known as Super Jack Grealish having less than Northern Pastures. Now it's time to preview how the 2021-22 season will go for the mighty Villa. As everybody knows, a season preview can't be done by one man alone. So luckily I'm joined by lifelong villain, Sully Hull's favourite son, now Jack's gone, Frankie Maguire. Hello, Frankie. Hey, George. I'm very pleased to hear I'm now Sully Hull's favourite son. I've been <laughs> waiting for that honour for a long time. I don't think I'm even my parents' own favourite son and I'm their only son. So, you know. I'm trying to think of other Silhillians who may feature above you in this list, but I, I can't um, really think of... Is it... Um, that guy, that guy from Top Gear, right? He's, he's uh, one, he? oh god, Richard Hammond. <laughs> Richard Hammond. <laughs> oh, yes, no. you, you, you're 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 above him. You're above uh, him. Don't worry. Hopefully, yeah. Stuart Stuart Lee, he's he's got Stuart a bit up there Lee. as well. Yeah, Sally Hall. Um, still, would put you top of the pile, Frankie. Yeah. As of as of three days ago, um, <laughs> yeah. you've 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 been bumped up to the top of that list. Congratulations. Yeah. Now, if you're a regular listener, you may have noticed Rashid Mendonca isn't here today. That is because we've begrudgingly accepted a £100 million bid from the all-man city no-filler podcast and Christian <laughs> Perslow will soon publish a video explaining the reasons why we did. Uh, but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, Rasheen, she won't be on our review shows this season due to her busy schedule, but we'll still hear, hear from her as she talks to fans at the stadium and pops up during interviews from time to time. So that is sweet relief. She'll be back. Um, other people connected to Villa namely Super Jack, won't. Uh, okay, then, on to our season preview. As we've mentioned already about 15 times in the last <laughs> five seconds, we can't avoid this chat, I'm afraid, Frankie. A big sale this week. Jack Grealish sadly departed. Um, you've now had a few days to stew and contemplate on that move. How are you feeling now? Uh, you know, I'm really surprised after the podcast we put out last week, imploring him not to leave <laughs> at this crucial stage in Villa's history, that, you know... He didn't ignore his agents, you know, those big multi-million pound agents who represent the likes of Gareth Bale. He didn't He didn't ignore Pep Guardiola and Man City's uh, Abu Dhabi owners and instead listen to the uh, our, our podcast and listen to Frankie and George and make his mind up and go, do you know what? I'm going to stay with the villa. Surprisingly, he didn't do that. So do, uh, do, you, do you reckon it was our podcast that pushed him over the edge? He was like, he was, he was going to stay, listen to it, and then was like, right, God. packing my bags and heading up north. God, these guys are such losers. <laughs> <laughs> Might not turn up to training on Monday. What's the point? <laughs> exactly. Um, so no, I'm uh, look um, absolutely gutted. He's gone. I can't deny it. Um, I think he's just been look. Aston Villa have just been through one of the worst spells we've ever been through in our entire history. Maybe the worst. The 60s were bad, but I mean, this was, <laughs> we nearly went out of business. And the one shining light for a long part of that time was our, a young kid who was a lifelong Villa fan who came through the academy. And quite frankly, if it wasn't for him, uh, Jack Grealish, of course, uh, we wouldn't be back in the Premier League. And I don't think we'd have stayed there. And, you know, I, I I will always think that West Ham goal is one of my favourite ever moments in football when it, you know, when he kept us up on the last day of the season. Mm. So I can never bring myself to turn on Jack. Um, I, I'm I'm really gutted he's gone. I understand his professional reasons for doing so. I hoped, um, 
that, you know, his lifelong Villa support would be enough to keep him, but obviously it isn't at this time. Um, I'm frustrated that Man City were able to do it, um, considering, A, I don't think they need him, which is not to underdo his talent. I just don't think he's a player they need right now. Mm. Um, And B, they paid no consequences for the um, attempting to form the Super League. I'm annoyed none of those clubs have really paid any consequences. So... um, so, yeah, um, I'm frustrated he's gone. And, but the thing is, look, I'm not going to turn on him. Um, I think as time goes by, hopefully time will be a healer and Villa fans, we can, you know, start to look back again on some of the special moments we had with him and this very special player we had. Um, I know that's probably not what a lot of people want to hear. I know there are a lot of people who are glad to see them lose the Community Shield. Um, I don't really wish a huge amount of success to Man City, to be quite frank. Um, mm. I just not with the amount of players have taken office in in recent history. Um, but I, I don't ish, wish any ill to Jack, and I hope he, he personally does well. Um, and, um, you know, uh, time will be a healer one day, I think. But as I say, I'm good that he's gone. Yeah, I, I think I think I think I would sh- I would uh, share uh, your your thoughts gen- generally. Um, it's been a it's been a tough few days. It has been like an emotional emotional roller coaster. I think I've finally gone through the all all seven stages of grief and <laughs> and, and reached acceptance uh, as of probably at this moment. <laughs> uh, actually, earlier today I was speaking to my mum about um, uh, Grealish, and I was still kind of a little bit miffed that he decided to leave, but. Then I, saw, I reread his um, message he put on Instagram when he left, um, where he talked about, you know, always being a Villa fan and how, I, how he leaves Villa in, in, in a good place. And how when we were relegated, he, he felt that it was a purpose to, to essentially get us back to where, you know, we all believe we belong. Um, and he did get us there, to be fair. And a lot of the time it was single handedly. It was him dragging us up. Uh, through sheer will, determination, ability, whatever you know, he um, he was the one that was the driving force behind all that. So yeah, I mean, it's it's you think about the timing is unfortunate because, as he said himself, we're we're on the, we're on the right track, and and if you know you think if, if we're on the right track, then why are you why are you getting off the train so to speak? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know he has made that decision. He he's he deserves to play at the highest level, and as he no doubt thinks himself, you know, when we're not there. Uh, yet he's 25 as I said last week um, uh, football career uh, footballer's career is very short and he was clearly thinking you know I'm, I'm at the peak of my ability in my mid-20s in my position um, you know I want to experience playing in the Champions League and uh, you know I can't really begrudge him that as you say there might be some Villa fans at the moment it might be still a bit raw um, they might feel a bit sour about it but you know we've got to kind of look to the future now and obviously in a few moments we'll talk about the signings we made off the back of that 100 million pounds, um, uh, you know, injection into the club since he's gone. So, you know, we've got to, we've got to be positive and, and look forward because we are in a good, we are in a good place. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got to be, we've got to be positive, haven't we, Frankie? We've got to be positive. Yeah. It's going to be funny um, the amount of people listening to this who just switch it off, right? I can't have these. Can't have these. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, what? A, couple of day, a couple of days ago, I, um, you know, like it, it, it genuinely does feel like, um, you know, a, a a girlfriend who's kind of ditched oh, you because I because yeah, I because I was does. like I was yeah. like checking his Instagram page and his, <laughs> and his and his and his Twitter page, just waiting for him to update his bio and change his profile picture. And yeah. when he did, I was like, when I saw it in his Man City shirt, I was like, oh god, yeah, like a dagger through the heart. It's just happened. my heart sank. Like when I saw him come on for City and the camera pans, there's kids with a Man City fan with like a greenish hairband. Yeah, and I was just sitting there. I was like. 
it will never ever feel or look right. Like, and I obviously time will change, and maybe I'll get very used to him being in City, but I don't think it will. I think I'll always still think of him as like, come on, mate, you're Villa. Like, it, yeah, come on, it's, like, it's it's kind of it's kind of like a shoe that doesn't quite fit. Like, yeah, I mean, he could he could win, you know, every every trophy under the sun with Man City, and I'm sure, I'm sure he'll endeavour to do that. But it mm. still won't feel right him lifting trophies with man city but you know uh, i don't know it's still still early days so yeah. i'm sure as you say as time passes it will feel it'll, it'll feel better um right well anyway that's that's the uh the jack chat <laughs> done with. he's part of, the, part of the past look ahead to the future how are you feeling about this season now frankie with just a few days to go until that watford opener yeah i'm um i've got kind of mixed feelings i'm um I think a, a couple of our signings that have come in are um, exciting, you know, and we've spent quite big. Um, Emmy Buendia, really good as, um, with his assists um, and um, did really well in his first season in the Premier League. Uh, it'd be interesting to see him with a team that aren't, you know, bottom of the league as he was with Norwich. Hmm. Um, I think uh, Leon Bailey is a little bit of a wild card at the moment. I'm not entirely sure what to expect from him. As I said before on the previous podcast, every time I ever did Bundesliga highlights and Leverkusen were in them, Leon Bailey always stood out. So I do think we've signed a a very decent player in in Bailey. Um, and I think I could imagine him at some top European clubs. So I think that is a coup for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ashley Young, I love that he's come back to the Villa. Um, you know, we mentioned Grealish. I mean, I remember when Young left, there was a lot of anger about that and you know, actually, me seeing him back now, I saw him score in the friendly, mm, and I thought it yeah. was—I I just really liked it. And I think having his experience um, and know-how around our younger players is going to be really good. Um, and then uh, our other signing, um, Danny Ings, again, a bit older. Thirty million sounds like quite a lot for his age, but then again, Harry Kane's only a year younger, I think, yeah. about to move for one hundred thirty million pounds, most likely. Um, so uh, Ings is experienced definitely getting goals um so again another good signing i hope um, but i think it will be slightly disruptive to how we play so i don't know what to expect i don't know what formation to expect um but that's not necessarily a bad thing in the sense like other teams may not know what to expect from us as well so mm-hmm. we can surprise them with the different formations different setups and we we probably have more versatility as a team now we've lost an incredible player an incredible creative talent so I think a mixture of having new players who've not necessarily had a lot of time to bet in. I think losing Jack, obviously, um, I think that means that we may have quite a middling start to the season where we're trying Mm. to get to grips with exactly who we are now. But once it clicks, you know, the talent of player we have, maybe that could be as late as October time, September. But once it clicks, I'm pretty confident that Villa could be on for a pretty good and quite an exciting season. Yeah, I, I think I think it will be relatively similar to, to to last season. Hopefully, we'll finish a few places higher. Um, I do think European football, especially now Jack's gone, might be beyond us this season. But it's all about kind of progression, isn't it? And and growth and 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 um, you know consolidating our our place in the Premier League. I think there'll be a few you know exciting results. I'm sure, like that there, there were last season. I think the players that we brought in. Will mean that, that you know they'll that they'll they'll be will be a good team to watch basically you know Bailey Wendia Ings even Young you know if he's played in a more offensive position or even not you know he's he's such a 
gifted player and he's got you know natural ability particularly when it comes to obviously crossing and, and set pieces which is something we've struggled with um for a couple mm-hmm. of seasons now set pieces so he'll obviously help in that regard he looks extremely fit i have to say yeah. i watched the friendly today and <laughs> and I, I know he came on but you know given his age he's he looks as fresh as anything um nice. i'm actually really intrigued to see how much game time he gets um and you know what he can still do on a football pitch obviously last season he was getting up and down as a wing back for inter and and um Playing under, um, oh God, Inter's manager last season. Who was uh, it? Conte, Antonio Conte. Conte, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Conte, he's no, he, he demands a lot from his players, doesn't he, famously. So, um, so he, he and, and Young, but as a wing back, would have been up and down um, for Inter last season. So he's, he's fit as a fiddle. Mm. So, so that'll be, that'll be great to see. As you say, Leon Bailey, he's a bit of this kind of enigma, isn't he? He'll be, he's, he's this unknown entity that, that will come into the Premier League. And I really hope that he has um, great success with us. We mentioned in the last episode that, Son came from Leverkusen and had had a fantastic impact and still, you know, he scored today. He's still, he's still such a great player for the Premier League. And if, if Bailey can recreate that sort of form and performances, then, then, then that'll be again, fantastic for us going forward. Um, I'm really excited about Buendia. He, he's the signing that I'm most excited about. I think coming in immediately taking Jack's number 10 shirt, you know, this, <laughs> yeah. not, you know, there's no, there's no Jude Bellingham here. We're not retiring anything. We just, <laughs> we just carry on and, you know, Buendia takes that 10 and um, and it'll be interesting to see where he's utilised because Svarka kind of played Buendia as a sort of a right winger mainly. Mm. Um, and we saw in the game against Warsaw in pre-season that, that he likes to kind of drop deeper a little yeah, bit. I don't know whether it was because um, Smith wanted him to. He just saw this key. Obviously, I mean, he's got an incredible eye for a pass, doesn't he? He's, mm. he's, he's, he's great ability kind of picking out players and... I think Watkins and Ings will really benefit from that, you know, his ability there. So whether he'll he'll play as a ten a bit more offensively, or even I don't know at some point in the season, or if he's here for a few seasons, um, drop further back. I don't know, but he's clearly gifted in in his sort of passing range. From what, from what I'm say. aware, from Norwich fans I speak to, it it sounds to me like we've got a really serious player. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I, and I, and, I, and I think I think with the players that we bought and Perslow kind of alluded to this in his goodbye Jack speech that um, I think we're probably done in that department now. So all the rumors of Todd Cantwell, I think that's, that's not, that's not going to happen as good a player as Cantwell is. I do, I do like Cantwell. I I think we kind of don't really need him now. It's all about kind of strengthening in other areas. And I'm sure we'll go on to that later on in the, in the, in the show. Um, Twanzebe player in a different area. Back yeah. home, third third loan spell. Back at back at Villa Park. <laughs> back at, it's a, back it's at a, home, sort of. Back, yeah, no, somebody stays in there, Airbnb and calls it home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Every like permanent viewing. commuter. <laughs> but it, but he's he's like um, it's a strange one because he's obviously signed a new contract with United. So clearly, you know, United Solskjaer they see him as sort of some long term uh, long term replacement for I don't know Varane who they've just bought. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what Transavi's well, future holds, but maybe the contract was so they could get a transfer fee for him, or yeah, possibly. Like I don't that. know how long his previous contract ran till. I mean, if it if it wasn't until the end of next season, then yeah, obviously they're trying to protect their sort mm. of financial interests. But who knows? I mean, that's a strange one. I'm glad that he's been brought in because he's such a. I mean, he was, he was great for us in the championship, and he's such a, a, um, a useful player. You know, plays centre back, right back, can can play uh, defensive midfield which is an area that I think we do need to strengthen in. Mm. So that's good. 
And then, um, yeah, finally, Danny Ings is Danny Ings. He's prolific in the Premier League. He's yeah. proven at, you know, every club he's played out when he's given a run. I mean, at Liverpool, he was unfortunate because he had three world-class strikers ahead of him. But every and other club in, he's he been He had out. terrible injuries there. And in, well. Oh, God, yeah, awful injuries, yeah. yeah. Um, but I know some people might sort of bulk at the fee, nearly 30 million uh, for him, for someone who's 29, I think, 29. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if, if he stays injury-free... He looked again in, in, in the game today. He obviously scored, looks sharp. Um, so all in all, all that, that I think that money has been from Grealish has been really reinvested quite smartly, which don't, I'm, which I'm don't worry about the 30 million fakers. We'll be getting a hundred million from Man City for Chuck Wood, Chuck Wood, <laughs> yeah. I know, Frank is going to figure out. Do you know what? I need, I need another player in midfield, um, to add to the 10, 11 others I have who are about 50 million quid a week. Um, I, w- I watched the friendly and I thought Chuck Wameka, uh, he came on. He didn't, um, you know, there wasn't a huge amount he had to do, but my God, he's 17. The maturity, the physique, mm. he, his versatility, he can attack, he can go forward, gets out of tricky positions, um, challenging for the ball. Never have I seen such a surefire, obvious candidate for a player who is definitely going to move for massive, massive sum of money um, mm. it's, it almost like almost reminds me of Jude Bellingham in a way, like that sort of level of m- mental maturity. I think. Yeah, on, on the yeah. I, I, um, unfortunately, I think you're right. That's slightly overstating it, probably, because Bellingham's you know already made it into the first team at Dortmund and um, for a full season, and you know maybe is slightly ahead. But I, I think what I'm saying is that I think this season I'm massively looking forward to what a couple of our young players do. Um, so particularly Chuck Wameka. Um, Jade and Philogene Bidais, again, he did really well for the first goal in the friendly. Mm. Um, he's had a really good preseason. Obviously, the Premier League is the acid test. That's where he'll learn. And um, it'll be, it'll be, he'll have some tough days this season. Both of them will, but I really think there's something there with both of them. And I'm really looking forward to seeing them both develop. And on top of that, you know, a lot of our youth team now have gone out on loan as well. So Kane Kessler at Swindon, mm-hmm. the Swindon Town fan on Twitter yesterday was at us saying, um, Honestly, this guy was brilliant for us. Don't I don't want to fall in love with him because he's so good. Um, mm. you know, Seb Revan got an assist as well. And um, and then Louis Barry joining Ed Sheeran's uh Ipswich town. He's in the same squad as Ed Sheeran, who literally has the number 17. I yeah, think I, I saw so, that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can't get in ahead of Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Sheeran, <Yeah. laughs> Sheeran nails him in training or something. Uh, yeah i mean if ed sheeran plays himself i mean that would be that's like that's like a real football throwback isn't it some owner that comes in and decides <laughs> to just stick himself on the pitch but yeah i think uh louis barry going to Ipswich is a really intriguing one because a Ipswich are a fantastic historic club in a way mm, um yeah you know th- that's what they are you know they're they're a name club and okay they've had a terrible time of it in uh in recent years but i think it's a great place for a player of his age to go and learn and um, if he starts scoring goals or if he starts showing the skills um, in the same way Harvey Elliott did at Blackburn last year, I think Louis Barry could be a really exciting one to watch. And that all sets it up very nicely for for next season as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think Paul Cook, he's a good manager, a very good manager for, um, for for that level League One. My only concern is Ipswich, they do have an awful lot of strikers. So it's so it's whether, you know, he gets. He gets the game time that um, that you know we all want him to have. Um, the good thing is Ipswich will no doubt be targeting promotion this season, um, so he'll be 
you know, fingers crossed if they don't, you know, have a have a, have a terrible season. Um, yeah. They'll they, they'll you know the confidence will be high. Hopefully, he'll be heavily involved in their promotion bids, get on the score sheet. You know, you know, play really well and, and come back. Um, you know, a very confident uh, a confident player with with another season of professional football under his belt. You know, that that would be the hope for for us, wouldn't it, going forward? Mm. Yeah, definitely. So I think, look, I think I, I think I, I agree with what you said earlier. I, I I slightly fear that we may just we're probably just not quite ready for Europe, but um, and maybe a, well, we'll talk about it later. But um, maybe not quite make Europe this season. But uh, I don't know. At the same time, defense is another year experience, one of the best defenses in the league, um, and two of the best strikers in the league. Who knows? We could pull a surprise. All Villa, no filler. On Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Welcome back, everybody. Now it is time for this. It's the prediction game. And as you may have guessed from the name... This is a feature where we predict exactly what's going to happen this season. So, George, are you ready to bet something on this with me? Maybe like a, you know, how you owe me a Nando's from last season. <laughs> Maybe whoever gets yeah. the most right here at the end yeah. of the season, whoever loses has got to buy the winner a Nando's again. That I, I th- okay, let's 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 agree with that. The thing is, frankly, I haven't seen you for so long thanks to COVID. I mean. It's been actually been quite good in terms of me not quite good not seeing me. Yeah, that's what everyone says. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that's been it's, the one thing, it's the one thing I've been grateful for when it comes to COVID. <laughs> so that would mean I haven't, I haven't had to get you in Nando's. But I'm, yeah, I'm listen, had to make am... awkward excuses like, oh, I can't see you this week because um, I'm getting my hair done again, <laughs> second week in a row. <laughs> I live 300 miles away. I keep having to like dye my hair different colours just to <laughs> continue the charade. Yeah, um, but. Um, yeah, uh, I am re- I am ready, Frankie. So let's uh, hit me with those questions. First question. Who this season is going to be top scorer for the mighty Aston Villa? Ooh, okay. Okay. So the way this is going to work, right, is I give my answer, you give yours? Yeah. Sounds right okay. to me. Fine, fine. Well, that, that I mean, that is an interesting question to uh, start off with because if you ask me that, Three days ago, I would have said uh, Ollie Watkins for certain. Um, and I'm still going to stick with Ollie Watkins. I still think, um, you know, he's obviously been with us for a, for, for a season now. He knows the way we play. Um, he, 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 you know, he's, he had a fantastic debut season with us last season. I think he's still riding on that confidence. Again, another player that looked sharp in uh, the game today, but, um, you know, he came off with a bit of a knock, which is a bit of a concern ahead of uh, this weekend. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just, even with Danny Ings coming in, um, I'm, I'm still, I'm still confident that, that Ollie Watkins is going to be the man who's going to be bagging in most of the goals. I think he's the one who's going to be perhaps responding the best to um, to the players we brought in. Just imagine him like feeding off the balls from Buendia. As, as I said, we saw in pre-season, you know, his goal um, against Warsaw was was uh, was him kind of reading that pass from Buendia. And um, I think with, with with Bailey around him and with Ings supporting him, mm-hmm. um, I think, I think, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be tight. And I, and I do hope actually that there is this level of competition between Ings and Watkins, 
you know, where they're sort of driving each other on and challenging each other to try and, you know, score as many goals between them. Um, that would be that would be quite nice. If, it, if, um, they're, if they're a deadly duo like Dean Saunders and Dalian Atkinson, what do we call them? What's their na- like duo name? Oh, yeah. yeah we'll have a think about that. What, yeah, what, what kings? Wing, <laughs> what wings? Ki- yeah, what, what kings? Wings? <laughs> wings, yeah. Wings? It, <laughs> the, the puns you can have with that. Because we'll get Paul McCartney to do some sort of like song, um, <laughs> a Christmas song for us. <laughs> Everybody's right. having fun. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I I do think. Yeah, I think obviously Ings will be up there for sure. Um, I'd like to I'd like to see more goals from midfield as well. To be honest, um, mm. again, hopefully we've got the players to do that with with uh, with like some ba- Bailey Warner prove a point. I'm sure because he he yeah. he's like an inside forward, isn't he? He does get up a lot. He work. I doubt he'll be doing much defensive work, Leon Bailey. Um, it's. Uh, uh, I think I think that's that's fair to say. Um, you say that it cuts to the bit where he plays left back all season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the world's most useful insight on the old Villa <laughs> Some real blue sky thing of Dean Smith <laughs> playing Leon Bailey yeah. as a fullback. Um, but yeah, no, I'm gonna I am gonna plump for Ollie. Yeah, I think Ollie Watkins is gonna be the star. And I, I think as you said last week, you know, there is that worry that if he does have an absolutely storming season, yeah, that there'll absolutely. be another big money move for him. But yeah, yeah I, I think I think Watkins will be the one to watch. He'll be he'll be banging in the goals, I think. I tend to agree. I think with I like the wings analogy. I like I think <laughs> I think if we you could they might if, if they ever both get injured, we could say we're flying without wings and we win a game that's the that's the headline. But um yeah, I, do you know what? I think uh, when Watkins, when I th- when I had it in my head that Wendy and Grealish would be playing with Watkins and maybe Leon Bailey, I thought to myself, Ollie Watkins is going to be top scorer in the Prem this season, um, over 20, uh, 20 goals, I thought. Um, now that Ings is in, I'm not entirely sure. And also it's quite very unusual to think that of two strikers playing together these days, it's, it's a rare thing. Hmm. Um, can't think of too many partnerships anymore. Um and when when they used to be everywhere uh, in, in the prem, um, so it'd be hilarious if this was like the new tactical innovation that ev- everybody's forgotten how to defend two strikers. So Villa just win every week. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine accidentally win the league, uh, <laughs> sell Danny Ings for 120 million. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, I'll go. Do you know what? I, with Watkins, I, I don't know how he's going to work in a two if it is a two. So I'm gonna just say that Ings edges him, hmm. just so to be gonna... different. I think yeah. we should say Ings because I'll, you know I'll, I'm gonna say Ings gets 15 goals this season. Okay, how many are you gonna th- say for Watkins? Um, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna say not 20. I don't think he'll get 20, but I think he'll get maybe 17. As an optimistic, as an optimistic like guess, but I th- but I think it depends. You know who's gonna take the pens. I, I know El Ghazi's are. Penalty specialist, it would seem, but um, but Ings. he's not gonna he's not gonna play every game. So you think Ings probably will take it if he's yeah. starting, in which case that's gonna really bump up the numbers. So um I was thinking ahead there, George. You've caught my line ahead. of thinking, we Nando's here I come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. All right, so there yeah, well, as long as listen, as long as they both <laughs> I'd be happy if they were joint top scorers, that'd be nice. <laughs> both score 20 goals. All right, now who is gonna be the breakout star this season. Uh, okay. Well, if, it depends how you define breakout star because I, I guess I, in, my, in my head, I'm thinking, is it going to be someone coming through the youth team? But I'm also thinking it could be one of our new signings. Um, mm. And 
And if that's the case, then I'm going to say uh, Buendia is going to be the breakout star this season. I think he's got okay. a massive point to prove. Um, he's full of confidence after just having an absolutely dominating spell in the championship last season. He was quite effective actually for Norwich in the Premier League. They just didn't really have the players around him that could um, sort of sort of help him out really. But he, he managed to score obviously eight goals. I think he scored in the Premier League uh, when they were when they were in it. So yeah, he, uh, I just think he's he's he's, he's got to be hungry. You know, he was called up to the Argentina squad. You know, I think that will give him a huge confidence boost. Uh, yeah. The fact that you know we 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 spent you know thirty thirty plus million on him. Um, it's you know it's a, it's a it's a big outlay. The fact he's been given the ten, I, I really just hope all that will mean that he's he's just full of confidence and he goes mm. into the season full of confidence and he knows that he's he's trusted and at a big club to to go and deliver on the pitch. So so I'm I'm going to say Buendia will probably be our breakout star. I think that's a fair one. It's it's probably going to be hard to judge that that answer at the end of the season, but I think I think we'll have a good idea. And I, I think Buendia is a very good shout. Um, to be different, I'm going to say Carney Chukwemeka. Um, I'm going to say that I think I've seen enough already to think, <laughs> I think he's ready. Um, and I think he'll, pro- he'll probably play quite a significant amount of game or get quite a significant amount of game time this season. And um, I would not be surprised at all if we're watching him and going, wow, or he's catching on very quickly with this, uh, this level. Um, so I, I'm, I think I'm going to go with Carney. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna fall madly in love with him as a footballer and be heartbroken <laughs> again. So that in a year's time, we can sit around and go, "Can't believe he left us." Can't... No, he's Carney's never leaving us. Carney's never leaving. Carney, Carney won't leave us. Nah, will he? he's he getting a, he's no getting chance. a statue outside the whole thing, mate. Come on. Uh, I mean, you... I, I think I'd I'd love. I'd, I mean, obviously from a Villa perspective, I'd love to see a kind of a youth a youth player become a become a massive star again. Obviously, like mm. I mean, the Gre- Greeley's was such a. I know it's sadly come to an end, but. It was such a, a joyous ride while it lasted. Um, mm. I'd love that to happen. I still think he might be maybe a season too early for him. I That's think he'll get, game, yeah. he'll get game time for sure. I just don't know whether, you know, it, you've got to, we've got to, he's only 17. And I know you talk about the Jude Bellingham analogy, but he's, Bellingham is a, he's, a phenom. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, there's there's yeah, very few players like him. So I think I, we kind of need to nurture him and just take our time with him. The Premier League's a, so it's a, it's a, it's a tough, it's I am a tough de- league. I am demanding a mural and retiring <laughs> the shirt of Carney Chukwameka already, please. After yeah. that one one time he hit the post against. Spurs. Well, I'd be mu- I'd be I'd be much happier if Chukwameka went to Germany than join another club in the Premier League. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, well. hurt far less. Um, <laughs> I love, love how grimly resigned we are to this. Just. <laughs> This eventuality, I <laughs> know, uh, and, it, and it's, back, it's back to Grealish. I thought we're yeah. done talking about him, um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, I think I would love him to have a great season. I'm sure he will by a 17 year old player's standards, but I think maybe in terms of having a massive impact, I think he might be maybe a year, a season too early, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, now we'll move on to the next question Who will be player of the season? Oh, that's a yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, obviously, if if Watkins does, as I hope, become uh, our top scorer this season and and increases his goal tally from last season, then mm. I would say I would say him. And again, if Buendia has a massive season as our breakout star, then it 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 could be him. I think oh, it's a tough. Yeah, it's a very it's a very tough one. It's a very tough one to say. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with Watkins. I'm gonna go with Watkins. I think he had such a good season last season, and um, you know. 
there were so many good players. You know, Concer had a great a great time of things last year. Grealish mm. and lots of other players. But I think Watkins now has a chance. Now Grealish is gone to to really stand out in that sort of offensive portion of the pitch. Mm. I think he'll um, he'll no doubt score a lot of goals, but he'll get a ton of assists and he'll just be an absolute handful. I think he's. A player that obviously loves to press, he loves to harry, he loves to hassle. I remember that goal he scored against Everton when he nicked the ball and and sort of charged in and scored. I think he'll just be an absolute nuisance and he'll be a player that we'll absolutely love to see. And as I said before, a, a season under his belt, he knows he knows our formation, he knows how we play. I think he'll thrive having supporters back in the stadium. Mm. I think they'll really they'll really G him on. Get him Never going. played in front of a, a full crowd at Villa Park. It's, it is crazy. And, and I mind. think I think he'll just, you know, he'll hoover up all that adoration and that will really benefit his game too. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Watkins will be the player of the season. I, I tend to agree. I think he's an absolutely brilliant player and I thought he was fantastic towards the sort of maybe the last two months of the season for Villa in the sense I thought he just, he, he'd clicked, he'd got it. Um, he's, he, some, so I thought he'd been a bit inconsistent at times last season, particularly with his hold at play. But last towards the end of last season and when he appeared briefly for England, I thought, this guy's serious now. He's he's a, a real player. Um, so I'm uh, I'd be with you on that, but I'm actually going to go with the player you mentioned, Edri Concer. Um, he's the man I've been uh, hyping up and calling world class. <laughs> but mm. um, you know whether that's a bit too soon to say that, you know. But I think he's got all the makings of a world class player. I, I, I honestly think he's just an incredible def- central defender, um, and I think he's. I just feel like he could be so good this season that we look at him and go. I just can't believe, you know, the level he's playing at in in the heart of that defence, and um, so I'm I'm going to say I think Ezri Concer does it. I think he'll be our our man this season. Well, that would be that would be nice if he can if he can build in it. I thought maybe towards the end of last season his, his form slightly dipped um, a little bit, but I hope you know the likes of Twan Zabi and and if we sign another who knows another defender well, I don't think you need to strengthen there but if we do then then that will kind of push him further um, having mm. a bit of competition is never a bad thing so um, yeah I mean as, as I mentioned you know concert had a, had a overall had a brilliant season last season so if he can push on and crack into the England squad that's that's the carrot isn't it to get into yeah. the England team then um then yeah it will be that's that's all the motivation you need isn't it with the world cup on the horizon so I, yeah I have a feeling a lot of what we're going to say is going to feature on something like unfortunate events that proceed <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 like yeah. Ezri Conter's like <laughs> dropped for Twanzavi and loaned out halfway through the season to um you know some random Spanish Huddersfield. club yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just there Real Betty marshalling the bat line it's going to uh, happen we, we, we don't have great luck but it'll be interesting listening back to this just to see just how oh, badly we. it's going to be so it. painful oh, <laughs> yeah. alright um, so you know key question what exact position will Ooh. Villa finish this season um, I think we're willing. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, again, if Grealish should stay, I think we could be in for a really exciting season. But not to say it won't be. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to sort of sort of temper my expectations slightly off the back of that. So I think we'll do better than last season. Eleventh was a slightly disappointing finish, given how we started. Um, you know, all our hopes were so high early on, and then obviously Grealish got injured and Barkley's form dipped, and other things happened. And yeah, we sort of drifted away a little bit finished strongly which was nice to see but yeah drifted kind of in the latter part of the season to finish 11th but yeah I think I think you know top 10 will be the ambition no doubt 
um it's one of those things that will be quite fluid and flexible we'll review it as we go on and if we're having a a a decent sort of start and keep motoring through the middle portion dean smith might reevaluate his expectations and who knows i mean you know you know we could we could push on for a european spot but at this stage looking at our squad i i think we'll finish it's between ninth and tenth i think we'll finish i think we'll finish ninth is going to be my prediction yeah, I think I think the top six will be the top six, um, probably again. Um, though I Liverpool are a funny one. I think great players, but something just wasn't quite right last season. And I know Andy Robertson's got a bad injury today, so that if I was to tip one team that might fall out of the top four at least, it might be them. But um, they'll go and win the league now. But uh, I, I'd say <laughs> um, I think the top six will be the top six. If you're looking outside of that, you'll have Arsenal, uh, Everton, mm. and uh, well, top six, I say, well, Leicester really, isn't it? Now are the top yeah. six have been for a few seasons. So Arsenal, Leeds, uh, Everton and, and Villa are probably the four most likely to challenge for that. Yeah. Um, and I would say Everton under Rafa, mm. defensively solid, probably mid-table. Mm-hmm. Um, not on, not too much to look forward to. You're then looking at Leeds. I don't know what to expect, whether to expect a second season syndrome thing going on or where, where people may have slightly wised up to them or whether they're just so intense that there isn't really a way you can wise up to them. They're still going to be the same team that either wins 5-0 or loses mm. randomly 2-0. Mm. Um, I think I imagine they'll probably be quite similar to what they were last season. Uh, and then Arsenal... God only knows, um, honestly. Um, I, I don't know if we have a stronger team than Arsenal at the moment. I can't, I can't really work that one out. Uh, but I'm going to try and be optimistic, <laughs> more optimistic than ninth or tenth. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with eight. Okay. Maybe yeah. our two strikers make the difference. Get it. Get it. Get a few goals to get us up there. Yeah, I think. I think what. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, it does depend what we do in the last few days of the transfer window. I, I, I don't think we'll be there'll be too many more incomings. There might be one, maybe two. Um, Get a commanding think, central midfielder. Yeah, please. no, I, I completely agree. I think if we do sign that player, I keep going back to Sander Burge as, as as someone who would fit the build perfectly, just because his physicality. He's like, I mean, Thomas Suchek. Yeah. That's the profile. So, yeah, well, he, well he's like that's he's like Thomas Suchek, but he, he's he's so he's a Thomas Suchek we could actually afford and get. Um, so yeah, I'd love I'd love us to sign. And if we and if we do, then then maybe I might reevaluate it. But yeah, I think I think stand. I think I think ninth and and again consolidation and and next season after this one we might be able to push on from there. But yeah, I think ninth ninth for for me. Okay, well, we'll move on. We're, we're going a bit outside of it. Well, maybe we're not, actually, but going outside of Villa, from what I can imagine, um, who will win the league? Oh, <laughs> I don't want to say it. Um, uh, no, I, I, but, but, yeah. Can I, think, I say I think, don't care? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really, I really don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. The, the top four... I don't. I mean, bar Everton, bar sorry, Everton, Leicester. If they finish mm. the top four, then I, I, I like, I love Everton, Everton, Leicester. <laughs> What's wrong? I love I'm Everton obsessed. on the All Villa No Filler podcast. I love Everton. Just favourite obsessed, team. Obsessed with Everton all of a sudden. Um, Everton, Leicester, no. Leicester City. Um, yeah, Leicester. Because you know, if they finish in the top four, they they do seem to be these kind of 
sort of this mad team that parachuted in. I know obviously they won the league a few years ago, but they still feel like a team that shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But inevitably that, you know, obviously they are, they've got some fantastic players. I think for Farner's obviously a big loss, but you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they could, uh, they could easily finish in the top, in the top four, but in terms of winning the league. Yeah. I think um, now they've sound, so, signed our super Jack. Then uh, yeah, I think, um, I think Man City uh, probably are, are going to be, I would say that City needed to prioritise a striker. And if they don't get Kane before the end of the summer, uh, I actually think there's a chance they might not win the league. Um, because, I don't know, I just I just don't think it quite... I think Grealish I, doesn't add yeah. to what they need, really. I think you're right. It's between two for me. It's between Man City and Chelsea. And particularly if, che- if Chelsea signed Lukaku. Which is happening. Um, yeah. Which is definitely happening. Yeah, then they will be a real force. And, and Man City... Yeah. I mean, Chelsea are a bit of a bogey team to Man City, aren't they? So, mm. um, and Tuchel's an excellent manager, um, great defensive record. And if, yeah, Luke, if Lukaku's banging the goals, then yeah, they could be a real prospect. So it'll be, it'll be those two battling out the top and then a, and then a scrap for the rest of the positions. How below thrilling. Them. Two lovable teams like City and Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, um, no, but no. I, I think um, I've got to go, uh, I, I'm going to, at present, Lukaku is signing for Chelsea and Kane is still at Tottenham. Mm-hmm. So I would say right now with the way things are, Chelsea will win it. Yeah. But if City get Kane, it's over. Uh, my God. <laughs> I mean, my <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's just, I mean, how, how I don't even know how you, uh, I almost feel like just calling the season off. Put the ninth or eighth or whatever we said. And then just that's it. Just, just, it. just put it off. It's, like in yeah. Sunday League football when I was a kid, when teams just couldn't be bothered to play other good ones. You wouldn't <laughs> yeah, turn up, yeah, roll yeah. over, 10 nil roll over. Yeah, um, it does, does feel like that gap at the top is really, really growing. Um, okay all right we'll we'll speed through the next ones then so top four who's it going to be okay off the top of my head i'll go yeah just to be different i, I was kind of convincing myself chelsea will win it but to be different i'll say man city will win it chelsea second united third and bloody hell fourth is tough um i'll go liverpool yeah liverpool fourth that's fair enough shot i think i'll go if they don't sign Kane um, at City, I'm going to go uh, Chelsea, City, uh, United, and ooh, we're going to going to try and be different and say Leicester finally do mm. it. Um, don't think they will, but I'm going to I'm going to give I'm going to yeah, why not? I think sure. yeah, yeah, stick him in there. I think the Fafana injury will cost yeah. them, but um, yeah, potentially, but yeah, because he's such a brilliant player. But um, yeah, I would love yeah, it would be nice to see Leicester back in the Champions League. Okay, relegation. Who's going? Well, not us, <laughs> which is which is something I, I, you know, I was certainly worried about last season. Um, yeah, I think it will be possibly the teams that came up. Really, um, I think Burnley will struggle. I think mm. you know what? I think Palace will struggle. I know they made a lot. They've made a lot of signings, but I think the lack of experience could really, really cost them. Keeping Sahar is a good thing, but you know, yeah, I'm gonna say I am gonna say I think Palace might go down as 18th, and then I'm gonna say. Yeah, Burnley and then Watford. Brentford will be down there, but they might surprise a few teams. Um, so yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Palace, Watford, and Burnley to go down. 
God, wow. Such confidence in Norwich. Uh, I think, you made your bed. You got to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I have no confidence in Norwich. Yeah. I, I do like Norwich a lot. I've got a lot of, um, you know, my, my uncle played for them and all that. So I, I've always, well, we take all their players. Well. So yeah. Yeah. I've, I always quite like to see Norwich do well, but I, I think you're losing Buendia is a big loss. And so I think yeah. Norwich probably are going to go. Um, I think uh, Burnley, I, they're just a team that they don't really invest much, but they just get the job done. Chris Wood's a good striker, solid team. I think, I think they'll be similar to what they've been the last few seasons. I think they'll just about do enough. Um, so I think for me, I think the relegation is, I think Watford might go. I, I, there's such a wild card. I barely know what to expect from them. So, mm. you know, I, th- I think they might go. And then the other team, um, teams to look out for is Southampton, I think. I think they yeah. didn't end the season well. They've lost Danny Ings. They've, they might lose Vestergaard. Um, who knows about Ward-Prowse? Uh, um, n- I wouldn't be too confident if I was a Southampton fan at the moment. So I'm going to say a wild card. Southampton go down. They'll make it top four. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right, so player of the season, who's it going to be? Player of the season at Villa or player of the season overall. across the board? Overall, oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say him. Um, <laughs> yeah. No chance. I can't. Yeah. No, it's not going to be him. I think it will be. Oh, I think it will be. I mean, it could easily be Lukaku if he signs with Chelsea. Yeah, I, but he, that's a great but, shout. Yeah, but he, but he hasn't. He hasn't yet. So as of right now, half ten on the eighth of August. Um, I am going to say, can I be just boring and say De Bruyne? I, I don't, I don't think he All will right. be, but top of my top of my head, De Bruyne, it he's, is. He's a great player, so yeah, De Bruyne. I'm going to go Lukaku. I think you'll, I think he's 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 amazing. Uh, I mean, I would I would go Lukaku, but if you're going to go on players officially, officially, Frankie, <laughs> are in the Premier League currently, who would you go for? Um, I'd uh. uh Actually, I've changed. I've changed my mind. I think. I think Kai Havertz will have an amazing. Oh, season. Do you know, I was about to say Kai Havertz. <laughs> yeah. Literally, we I, had him on the tip of my tongue. You. I, 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 yeah, I think I was just yeah. thinking of other other players at the Chelsea he, team. But can, Havertz he, under Tuchel could be. He got up to speed towards in the last season. He started. Yeah, he really did, and, and had a de- and had, I know Germany had a bad Euros, but I thought he played really well for Germany as well. Okay, so. you can have Havertz yeah. if I can have Lukaku. That that's all. Oh, oh, all right, there we are. <laughs> um, all right, young player to watch. Again, I'm thinking who's in the kind of like top top four positions who have who have a really really good young talented player. I can name one immediately who it's going to be. Oh really? Harvey. Oh, and then you. Oh, okay. Harvey, Liverpool. Brilliant. Yeah. Player. Absolutely brilliant. Lovely, lovely yeah. little player. Yeah, he's so very good. So I'm a Blackburn. Um, seen him in the Liverpool youth, and he's just his technique and his left footed, and just a real lovely talent. Yeah. Well, we he he played against. Um, you played against our uh, was it our kids. You played against, did he? Um, I'm trying to think of when he when he played. No, no, no. He played. He played for Liverpool's team of kids that we thumped oh. in um, in the in the oh yeah the Cup. Deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I remember he 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 was by far and away their best player. Um, yeah. Caused us a few problems. Um, obviously, he's come on since then. A loan spell at Blackburn's probably you know, helped him no end. And, and Klopp's the sort of manager that probably will chuck him in, yeah. especially that likes of Shakiri are probably going to be out, heading out the door at Liverpool. So, um, 
Yeah, for the for, for the want of thinking of an, another player, I'm going to agree with you, Frankie. I think Harvey Elliott is the young player to watch. Right. In the Premier League. Harvey Elliott and Chukwemeka, of course, but I, of I course. think I'll, I'll give I'll give it Harvey Elliott just because he's got a little bit more experience having spent a year at Blackburn. Um, okay, so um, first manager sacked. It depends. It depends if Southampton reinvest the Danny Ings money effectively, or whether Hassan Hootel. He's been there a while, and um, you know if, if they start off poorly and the fans get on his back, now the fans are in the stadium. I could, I could see, I could see Hassan Hüttel going as the first yeah, manager. I think so that's I'm a good gonna, shout. I'm gonna say him. I'm going to say anyone who's managing Watford. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got through four yeah. managers last time, so I'm going to say uh, Zisco. Uh, Zis- Zisco, I think, um, is the manager. <laughs> Oh, I, I so, know Watford. I think you're right. They are such an anomaly. I, I, uh, I have no idea. I don't. I barely know no. the players they have. Do they, is Deeny still there? He, he is. He is the the Deeny. Oh yeah, God. He'll probably exactly. He'll probably score this. <laughs> um, not looking forward to that. But yeah, just go. Uh, I'll say that Watford have a, an okay start. They're a lot riding high in about six. Lose one game, two 0 and he sacked randomly in September. Um, mm. Everyone throws their arm up and go. How can you treat managers like this yet? It's like, yeah, it's been happening like this since the dawn of time and we'll continue yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Get used um, to it. Okay, Sec- penultimate question. What crazy incident will happen this season? <laughs> That's such a hard, hard <laughs> question to answer. Um, Go on. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know. Brentford, you know, challenging for Europe. I mean, that would be pretty mad. Oh, I, yeah. they're, they're, they're one of those kind of weird teams that... You know, obviously Smith Smith was there, and they've got this kind of philosophy, and they're in their new stadium, and yeah, I mean, they could they could do a bit of a Sheffield United when they first got promoted, and and have an absolute stormer, and maybe not finish in Europe, but kind of shake up the top ten for sure. I don't I don't think I'd I don't think <laughs> uh, yeah on the spot I think maybe that could happen, um, but it's, yeah, it's hard for me to say, but. Yeah, I'll say I'll say I'll say Brentford could be one of those really really surprise package teams that end up causing a few shocks and surprises. Even Tony gets a golden boot or something. I think my crazy incident is going to be the Birmingham City rename their stadium the Jude Bellingham Stadium. <laughs> That's it. I'm telling you, it'll be about December. They'll be you know mid-table in Championship, um, flirting with relegation, and we're like, we need to cheer the fans up somehow. Call it the Jude Bellingham, the Bellingham stadium. Bowl, the Bellingham Bowl. <laughs> The belly ball, the bell ball. <laughs> so you know, uh, so yeah, that's that's my prediction. And a giant statue that um, the whole of Birmingham can see. The Commonwealth Games will be, you know, next season. Everyone will be like, "God, what's that? What's that huge statue casting a shadow over the Commonwealth Stadium?" The Alexander you know, Stadium. You know, it's so difficult to predict because you're just talking about mad statues. I, I, I was just immediately thinking of when. Um, <laughs> Stuck a statue of Michael <laughs> Jackson. Like, That's what I'm talking about. The mad stuff. What is going to happen? You know <laughs> that Michael Jackson statue. And when he walked, <laughs> he walked out of Craven Cottage. He was actually yeah. there. He was there. Really yeah. like, with Mohammed Al Fayed, you know, like, man, could you get a zanier couple of people? Just Michael Jackson went to Exeter's ground in the <laughs> <laughs> with Yuri Geller bending his spoons. You know, Yuri Geller claims that in the Euro 96 penalty shootout between Spain and England that he yeah. moved the ball. Gary McAllister's he, penalty, yeah. He yeah. moved 
Was it Spain and England or Scotland, England? But uh, yeah, he claimed he, uh, Scot- Scotland, England. Yeah, because yeah, because the ball moved slightly, it oscillated on the spot before McAllister hit it, and then it and then he obviously missed it, didn't he? So, oh, really? but he did say he did say at the start of the Euros that he would he would um, he would re- redeem the Scots fans by doing something to England. So maybe maybe he was wob- <laughs> wobbling the ball when Saka was about that, to. Uh, that's why it's fifty six years of hurt coming up now, isn't it? That's <laughs> it's um, fault. Who knows? I would love to see. Birmingham City completely lose their minds and build a statue of Jude Bellingham. Um, <laughs> but football, I think football is crazier than a lot of people can even imagine. So yeah, it could literally oh, be, be some mental so stuff this year. Yeah, I think so. As a final question, what would you like to see from Villa this season? I think just, just as we mentioned before, just progression. You know, if we can finish higher on the table than we did last season, if we can continue to play really good, attractive football, um, if we can beat Man City... <laughs> Um, that would be nice as a little bonus. Um, but yeah, just progression and, and yeah, just consolidating our place in the Premier League and then pushing on hopefully next season for, for Europe. But yeah, that's what I'd like to see. I want to see a title challenge. I want us to believe, knock them off their perch. Um, no, <laughs> I want to I, see a statue of Michael Jackson outside the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, th- I think I, I'd, I'd agree. I think now that Grealish is gone, I think there's going to be... A, it's going to take a bit of time to kind of adjust and change into what we are going forward. A lot of that relies on the youth players coming through. Um, the new sign is going to take a bit of time to bed in. So let's just give them, be patient. If there's a couple of losses early doors, let's just, you know, not panic and be patient. I'll let it all come together. Um, a few of the youth players get experience on loan and coming through in the first team. Another one to watch would be Arjun Reiki, I hope. I hope to see him get, get some game time, uh, maybe in the Cups, I guess. Um, but um, but yeah, I think pushing for Europe, trying to you know trying to get in there. Um, maybe now we're a season away. Maybe that's too cynical. I don't know. But let's de- let's dare to dream of Europe. But let's aim for it and aim for a cup. Why not? So those were our predictions for this season and we're both kind of dreading seeing how we did at the end of this year. Anyway, will it be Ollie Watkins or Danny Ings for top scorer and can Villa make it into Europe? We'd like to hear your opinion, so please do send us your thoughts to allvillanofiller at gmail.com. That's allvillanofiller at gmail.com. Okay, well, let's look ahead to Villa's uh, next game, the season opener, the curtain raiser. It's Watford away on Saturday. Frankie, how do you think that one is going to go? Um, I never feel good about going to Watford. Um, mm. I just have um, memories of going mental to when we got a corner. Um, have you seen? It's on. It's online. There's a video when we're in our desperate relegation season. When we got a corner in the game, the whole crowd went crazy as if we scored a goal. Oh, it was yeah, absolutely we amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, we were dread- yeah um, I mean, we, we, we were dreadful in that game at Vicarage Road, weren't we? It was, it was diabolical. That was when we were really at our worst, I yeah, think. That, that game. was that was the low point. But, uh, but yeah, I think we uh, we we lost 3-0 there, didn't we, um, mm-hmm. last time we played them. But, uh, you know, Dean is there. Obviously, he all love playing the Villa. He loved to get a goal against us. Um, but... You know, we're an experienced team now, experienced defence, um, probably a bit more Premier League experience than they have now. Um, I, I don't quite know what to expect from them other than just thinking it's going to be physicality, um, mm-hmm. fast, quite a fast-paced uh, physical team. Um, but I think we have enough quality to win it. 
Um, but I think, as I said, you know, I just don't know if we've had enough time yet to really gel the team together and bed them in. So we might be relying on a kind of the experience of players like Ings and Watkins to to get us some goals, the Wings partnership. But um, I, I'm going to say, I want to say a win, but I'm, I might, it might be a draw, I think. You know, they'll be, they'll be excited for the first game back. Um, so I, I'm going to say score draw. Okay. I think we'll thump them. I really do. <laughs> I love that. I, I, re- I really you. do. I, Good I, on I, you. I was just looking at the um, I was I was looking at the um, the lineup for the team that we 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 played against Watford when we lost three nil. Yeah, we played Lansbury in that sort of number ten role. <laughs> Jot, Jot, Jota was there. Yeah. Hurahan Horse played. Um, Elmer Hamadi sta- played. How did we stay up that season? And then and then to, to change the game, we brought on Gilbert and Codger. Um. God. Which obviously didn't work. So um, you know, we've come on leaps and bounds in the space of a couple of years. Yeah. Uh and yeah, I mean, I just think I, I just think we'll be too much for them. I th- I, th- I think I think enough. I think yeah. Ing- Ings Ings, you might think, okay, he's coming quite late in, in pre-season. He doesn't have any sort of games under his belt for us, but he doesn't need it. I mean, <laughs> he's a proven Premier League player. He can just turn it on. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So, you know, if yeah. he starts against them, then he'll just start and, and do his I think thing. you're right. Definitely right. What, what, Watkins, Watkins will, will, as I said before, he's had a whole season under his belt. He's looked really sharp in preseason. Um, hopefully that knock he, he picked up in, uh, in the game today was just a precaution and he'll start on the weekend again. And then, yeah, you're just looking at, you know, the, all the sort of attacking prowess we have around him. You know, Wendy will hopefully, you know, again, didn't play today, but hopefully he'll make his debut. And, um, yeah, Ashley Young, even, he could start fullback, but obviously he loves to bomb forward. And then, he and played then, left and midfield the, today, like the old days. Yeah, yeah, well, he, he, might, he, might, he might play there, he might play there uh, um, this, this weekend. But, hmm. yeah, the back was so solid, you know, Martinez and Consa and Mings and, you know, I know we have this awful track record of Vicarage Road, and obviously, as we said, the last time we, we were there, we got thumped and deservedly so. But we've we've come on so far from them, mm. and I just think we'll be way too strong for them. I I don't think I don't think, yeah, I just can't see I can't see anything other than a quite comfortable win. Maybe not. We won't thump them. Could be two nil, but could easily be three. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three. I think I'm I'm gonna say we get payback. I think we're gonna win three now. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna say two two, but three nil. I I love your optimism and I love the confidence. That's what I want to hear. I'm very I'm 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 never I'm never this optimistic, but I feel I know there's obviously pessimism after Greenish is gone, but (laughs) I don't want to go there. I think I think we've got we've got a really, really good squad now. And I think I think you know, they've all got a point to prove the squad that they can they can do it without Jack. And um, I think I think they can. So yeah, I'm going to say we're going to get off to a bit of a flyer, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll win three now. Okay, thank you everybody for listening. I've been your host, uh, George Zelinski. See you after the Watford game, Frankie. Yes, I will see you. Um, come on, Villa, let's have a great start to the season. Come on. We're going to do it. Honestly, I have faith. I have faith. Watch us lose 3-0 again. Um, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's goodbye. It's goodbye for me. Uh, we'll be back, as I say, to talk about uh, the Watford game, pick the bones out of that one. Uh, but until then, come on, Super Aston Villa. <laughs>